Hello and welcome to Reverse Reset Restore, the podcast that aims to help you reverse some of your belief systems and their impact on your mind and body, reset your thoughts and restore your life now. I'm your host Sally, a recovering chronic overthinker on a journey to restore my mind, my physicality and my health. Change comes from within. If you're anything like me, you've probably had moments in your life where you've got yourself caught up in overthinking about the past or speculating on future events. And that type of thinking takes us out of where we are right now. And that's what I'm going to focus on in today's episode, living in the here and now. One of my favorite songs is from the musical Rent. It's titled No Day But Today. Now, it's sung in the movie by Idina Menzel, who sings it like the goddess she is. And please uh, reserve your judgments. I'm going to be honest here and say that there have been more than one occasion uh, where I have pretended to be Idina singing it in the shower. I just love the song. I'm going to share with you just the last verse, but you can feel free to check it out. I'm sure you can find this uh, on YouTube or various other places as well. So the last verse goes, there's only now, there's only here. Give in to love or live in fear. No other path, no other way, no day but today. What I love about it is that it's, it's simple and it's a simple truth, but we get ourselves so worked up on focusing on what has happened to us, real or imagined, or what might happen to us, definitely imagined. But as this song reminds us, neither the past or the future exists, only the here and now. I've definitely been guilty of dwelling on my should-have-dones or what-ifs when reflecting about the past. And when I say reflecting, (laughs) well, it's more of a wallowing Getting stuck in where I failed at that interview or when I got angry at my partner or felt overwhelmed by my workload or resentful of other people who seemed to have everything I wanted. All of this wallowing didn't propel me forward into a place of joy and freedom. No, it just made me feel more hopeless, helpless and unworthy. And that is an exhausting place to live your life from. And so many of us live that way. Then there are those of us who double whammy our discontent with anxieties for our future, allowing our minds to spin an endless fairy tale of possibilities. None of them good, because, you know, these fairy tales don't end in a happily ever after. And we invest our energies into the speculation, feeling an increased sense of pressure and fear about a time and a place that does not exist. The future is unwritten, and the past is already said and done. But I've got the scars to prove it, you might say. I feel it like it happened yesterday. Now, this is a hard truth bomb, but I'm going to drop it anyway. That's because you are choosing to hold on to it, like it's tangible. Why? 
Why are we so insistent on holding onto our pain, onto something that can't hurt you anymore because it's not real? Because it happened, you might exclaim. It hurt me, so it is real. Now, I'm not saying that you didn't have some traumatic experiences in your life. What I am saying is that if you are reliving them over and over again, or allowing them to dictate who you are or how you behave, you're choosing to live in a space that doesn't exist, which means that you are not present in the here and now. In order to heal and move forward, you must move away from the past and into what you can control, which is only this present moment. Staying tied to that which has been and cannot be undone because it no longer exists and has already happened keeps you from experiencing your life in the now. It's not about forgetting that which has happened to you. It's about releasing the bonds from yourself so you don't have to keep carrying around the burden of your past. The same applies for those of you caught in the anxiety of worrying about your future It doesn't exist either, except for your vain imaginations. Now, I'm going to be the first to put my hands up and say that I have let the fertile grounds of my imagination run rampant, and often not for my good. Anxiety creates a stranglehold on your present so that you can't be present. If you are so focused on all the worries of what could be, you are unable to enjoy what currently is. And you suffer for this. It permeates everything. You stress and worry about upcoming events, discussions you may have to have or decisions you need to make. Worry begets worry. So the more you feel anxious about something, the more anxiety you will experience. And if you entertain this type of thinking for too long, then you'll actually create the very things you've stressed over to occur in your life. The self-fulfilling prophecy becomes a reality and the cycle continues on. Always living in the fabric of the past or the fears of the future robs you of your rightful place in the here and now. Do you not know you deserve better than this? When we shift our thoughts from dwelling on the past or conjuring up the doom and gloom of a future we've imagined for ourselves, we begin to experience life in the landscape of the present moment. Instead of filling our time with mindless activities to avoid the present, our addiction to phones, social media, even being addicted to the hustle, etc., we can begin to give attention to ourselves to work for our good. Being in the here and now means we must be willing to release ourselves from these old patterns and old habits of thinking. We will need to give up the coping mechanisms we've established for our safety, whether this is avoidance or shutting down and switching off, living like automated robots glued to our devices, ignoring anything that makes us feel uncomfortable or out of the comfort zone we have burrowed ourselves into. So how exactly do I do this, Sally? You might be thinking. It starts by becoming aware of your thoughts. You have to consciously be proactive about what it is you're telling yourself. Most of us live our lives unconsciously. We don't pick up on the detrimental thoughts we allow to race around in our mind 
and then wonder why we're so miserable. We don't check in with our thoughts or acknowledge them, let alone challenge them. You can't expect miracles to occur in your life if you refuse to expect them. Our thoughts are the stories we tell ourselves. Even if you think you lack the most basic of imagination, that is simply not true. Each of us are master storytellers and we fill our lives up with stories. That's why the oldest cultures on earth have long histories of sharing knowledge and recollections by the use of the spoken word. Our world is made up of storytelling as a way of preserving collective and individual heritage. Your family has its own stories, your country, your culture. Stories are how we, as humans, make sense of the world. So it is innately within each of us to tell stories. And while this is a beautiful gift that we have at our disposal, we too often weaponize it, unwittingly harming ourselves in the process. Can you remember what your favorite bedtime story as a child was? What did you like about it? What was in it that captured your imagination and allowed you to go to sleep with peace? Can you recall a story that you didn't like as a child? One that made you feel afraid? Perhaps you can put yourself right back into that feeling and time where you heard a scary story at a camp or a sleepover that made you too afraid to close your eyes. So you lay there all night long awake, listening for every sound that your brain could then associate with that storyline. How long does it take you now, as an adult, to fall asleep sometimes after you've spent the last three hours in bed tossing back and forth in your mind all the worries of today and yesterday and tomorrow. You are telling yourself a story that not only is robbing you of your sleep, but of your peace. You are allowing your thoughts to project fears into a time that is not. And if thoughts are stories, then they can be rewritten. Yes, things happen that are outside of our control. But instead of being buffeted about by the winds of circumstance, we always have a choice in how we respond to the situations in our lives. We have learned to default to how we see the world now from our past experiences and our future fears and the stories that we tell ourselves. Your task then is to start to catch your thoughts in storytelling mode and change the narrative. Over the next three episodes, I'll share with you the strategies that I've used to create change in my thinking patterns and habits and help break the constant overthinking about my past experiences and possible future events. These strategies have changed my life and they can change yours too. Even if you adopt just one of them, you'll start to live much more a part of the here and now. If you'd like to get a head start on next week's episode, I'll be dropping the first five strategies on the Reverse Reset Restore Instagram and Facebook pages. If you have a thinking strategy that you know has changed your life, I would love for you to share it there as well, and I'll look to add it into a future fan favorite episode too. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and hit that subscribe button to keep up to date on the latest content. As always, I'll sign off this episode with a quote to keep you thinking. This comes from Neville Goddard, and I think it reflects the idea that thoughts are the stories we tell, and the stories that we make real 
our power to create our lives lies within our own imaginations. Neville says, Therefore, through his power to imagine and feel, and his freedom to choose the idea he will entertain, man has control over creation. <laughs>